Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Well, happy, happy day to you. This is Crouch Man, hoping and trusting that you are enjoying not just your day, not just your week, not just your month, but in fact, the entire year. We know that if we put enough years together, well, that means you're going to have a great life. Hey, today I want to talk a little bit about love. Ooh, love. Well, what do I mean by that? How about love in the sense of conditional love and unconditional love? Forgiveness, forgettedness, and sort of what what that looks like in the, in the real world. You know, I was I was like challenged with this uh, just a short time ago, and and what I mean by that is uh, exciting times. My niece just had a baby. And that's exciting, right? Well, when you put it in context of, of certain other surroundings, then you start to go, well, was it a good thing? Is it a good thing? And I don't know how many of you know uh, just a little of my background, but the crutch man here was adopted. And I was adopted at nine weeks of age. Now, I have no idea who my biological parents are. Uh, interestingly enough, nor do I necessarily... Uh, have a have a burning desire to find out. Adopted by a lovely uh, mother and father uh, of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, back in 1966, and and uh, you know I want to say kind of went through the uh, the process. You know, uh, nothing nothing uh, abnormal with the crotchman, right? But when you peel back in the adoption process, you say this. Boy, I don't know. I just don't know what my mother, my biological mother, this is that I speak of, uh, what she went through. In other words, the context and the backdrop of 1966 was that of uh, we have some civil rights issues going on, lot of lot of turmoil in America, and. Uh, of course, when you see the picture of me, I am definitely not uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, and Caucasian, yet that is, in fact, what uh, my mother, uh, adoptive mother, Marilyn, and my adoptive father, uh, Don, uh, were. Uh, very religious, Church of Christ. But nevertheless, I don't know what my biological mother went through. And what I mean by that is, during this time, was she the cheerleader, the most popular in school, who then found herself, well, in a situation, well, if you go back in 66, in, in, in that time frame, 
um, not having a baby wasn't real popular, right? Uh, they had to go to extremes to to uh, not have a baby, right? Extremes. But at the same time, there was also great humiliation uh, of, of the mother, right? Uh, maybe, uh, in fact, she was banished. Maybe the cheerleader had to go away uh, to a different place. Uh, maybe they got uh, sent her on a bus. I wonder what she went through. I wonder what her friends thought of her. I wonder what her friends' parents thought of her. And I can't help but wondering, you know, was it a positive thing? Oh, we're so excited that you're going to have a baby. Hey, maybe, in fact, she wasn't the most popular. She was not the cheerleader in high school. Um, maybe she was, uh, you know, a straight-A student, never had any problems, found herself in a bad situation, and some bad people did some bad things to her. And then she found out, wow, I'm pregnant as a result of this. Whew. Uh, in both of those situations, in both of those situations, I'm sure glad, I'm happy, I'm blessed, fortunate that my biological mom dealt with the external pressures, dealt with the external humiliation or nonsense that she went through to still have a little crouchy. I'm very excited about that. But not being there, oftentimes we forget what kind of pressures are thrown on, on individuals. Now, uh, those are two nice things, right? Mom, a biological mom, went through uh, some turbulent times. Uh, maybe her friends were upset with her, and she still had a crouchy. You know, the other side of this is uh, maybe uh, she was a bad person, my, my biological mom. Maybe she had a lifestyle that's not conducive, certainly one that I have today, but maybe she was a bad person. Maybe she was uh, very uh, outgoing, as it were. And uh, maybe she was on some sort of addictive uh, drug or alcoholism. Maybe, in fact, she, you know, still, even though having this bad lifestyle, decided to still have crouchy. Maybe she didn't have the money to have me taken care of, as it were. Um, you know, what's exciting is at least she had the work all to still have me. By the way, she could have thrown me in a, a trash can, to which I'm grateful for uh, the individual that might have heard me screaming at the top of my lungs, or my little lungs as they were. Maybe, in fact, I was on the side of the road. Maybe I was in the, uh, a bathroom floor. Wherever I was, I'm blessed and happy again, that my biological mom went through with the process of having me, again, dealing with some external forces that I have no idea what they may have been. Does this make sense to you? In other words, it's kind of like, wow, bad person had a baby. Now, by the way, on the outside, we can just we could pause for a moment and say, well, if that was my daughter, she was a cheerleader, that was my daughter, the straight-A student, uh, in fact, uh, it's my daughter, uh, maybe that's the bad person, right? And as a dad, and as a family unit, what are we saying? Are we saying, sure, man, go ahead, have this baby, even though uh, you have no means of maybe taking care of it. Interesting when we put things into context. Nevertheless, I'm talking to you today saying that I'm grateful, thankful, and blessed that whatever my biological mom went through, she actually 
still had a little crowd to you. Now, there's a whole other component too, right? Maybe, in fact, my biological mom uh, sold me. Maybe that's what happened, right? Hey, a little, little production line. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter to me 40 years later really why she had me, but rather that she did have me. Now, that might be the first topic. That could be then I would have, uh, could we say, unconditional love for my biological mom, though I've never met her, though I have no idea where she is today, nor even if she's alive. Uh, the same with my biological father. Unfortunately, both of my adoptive uh, mother and my adoptive father both have passed away, which I just call mom and dad, by the way. I uh, both have uh, since now passed away. But it's just unconditional love. Now, by the way, here's the flip side. Here's uh, blonde hair, blue-eyed, uh, Caucasian family in Pennsylvania in 1966. And of their selection process, they select the tan baby. <laughs> now, isn't that cool? So right off the bat, that, that gives you a good sense that mom and dad were definitely not conformists. They were, as one could say, very much uh, in the front line of, of doing what they believed to be uh, honorable and correct and accurate. So who knows why uh, my biological mom had me. I'm glad that she did. I'm excited and blessed that she did. Against, again, now this backdrop of not knowing, and it's easy to, 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 to be that Monday quarterback on Sunday football games. Talk about what you should have, could have. Man, I'm so happy that whatever she went through, my biological mom, that she had me. Now, let's contrast this because, uh, again, I'm, I'm tested just like anyone else. Uh, I'm, I'm very tested. For, for uh, beautiful children, I have three boys and a daughter, and uh, of course, now I, I started this program today with my niece being uh, a mother now, having a baby. So let's put this in the context. My niece is 18 years of age. Well, my niece is going to school, um, does have a part-time job, uh, but finds herself now pregnant with, with a boyfriend who... You know, from from the family side of things, we kind of went, you know, is he really the best guy for you? Is he really the right guy? Uh, has a sordid past, has struggled in many areas, has had some addictive personalities. Um, but nevertheless, here we find ourselves uh, now with baby. Uh, and during this process, you know, uh, what I discovered within myself is that I really, really, I mean, I'm using the I word here, uh, I like to have processes. Just tell me what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, and what you think that objective or that vision is going to look like when you've accomplished your missions, right? And when, in, in, in lack of that, I get a little frustrated. And of course, there's no, there's no clear vision. Not really a place to stay, but realizing now that with a baby, uh, going to school is not going to happen because now she, my niece, is going to work more hours. 
and at the same time, the young man uh, is is unemployed, um, is not educated, and, and uh, uh, says that he wants to do things, but uh, history shows that, that it hasn't happened yet. And of course, I really hope I really hope and pray with positive thoughts and well-being going out that that does change. Of course, he does have another child as well. Put this against this backdrop and you're going, Lord D. One could say, honey, why did you have a baby? What a question. After what I just talked about. After what I just talked about. So you look at the context. And for me, a very eye-opening moment. As, as I'm watching uh, this, this beautiful baby born uh, from my knee. I could not help but to go back in time and say, wow, what were they saying when I was born? Was it somewhat similar? Did friends and family not like the boyfriend or the husband, did not like the mom? Uh, uh, what was that all about? And it, it really, really rang true with me of saying, you know, the baby is coming out and she is pure of thought, pure of heart, pure of intentions of, of living life here. And regardless of what people are saying on the outside, our job as a family unit, my job as uncle in this particular case, what is to be that, that light, that shining, guiding light that says, hey, I'm sure glad you have her because she is going to impact many lives, many families in the future. We don't know who and we don't know when, but I'm sure glad that she had the baby. And it was in that point of time when you look at context and, and, and you say, it's a tough one. I struggled with it. I did. I prayed uh, a long time, said, Essentially, give me the strength to, to, to handle this, right? To be that rock of Gibraltar, to be that, that beacon of life, not only for my niece and letting her know that, hey, the family unit is the family unit. I encourage you today, if your family unit is broken in some, some way, if it's strained in some way, uh, reinforce it, reach out, call those individuals, tell me you love them. When the family unit is broken, then the very fabric, believe this or not, the very fabric of America is weakened. The stronger those units are, families in America, the stronger America is as a nation. Again, it's the small things. It's the small things. So in this moment in time, I look up and I realize that I've been thinking about the wrong things with my niece having the baby. I'm thinking, well, eventually they're going to come back to roost with me. They're going to stay with me. I'm going to have to provide housing and shelter. We're going to have to provide uh, diapers and food. And I started going down the, the laundry list of things found myself getting a little bit jaded, but then I said, you know what, that's what family does. That's what an aunt and an uncle do. 
a strong unit. And then I realized, you know, Crouch, <laughs> I know. Hold on to your britches here. You know, it's not about you. It's about them and their life and their journey of what their life is about to be. And stop being selfish, Crouch, and putting the spotlight on you and how that's going to affect you, but rather realize that this is life. It's unpredictable. It's challenging. The good news is that we're adaptable. So this process, though it was exciting, stressful, and tasking, as I, as I put the backdrop and the context on it, I say one thing. I'm glad she had the baby. I'm glad I'm the uncle. I'm glad that we have a family union in place that the little baby uh, will not go without food or shelter. And yet at the same time, I admire the young 18-year-old who had the courage to have the baby, to have the courage to bring life into this world with no clear mission and no clear vision. You know, Scripture talks a little bit about sparrows and, and the fact that there will be no sparrow uh, that will go hungry. And, boy, is not ever the, the, the case here with, with our young niece, right? Just, hey, here we are. I can have a baby. Baby's now here. Lord, take care of us, we hope, right? But he does. He does provide... He does provide. He talks about you can conquer all things through Christ whom strengthens you. It's a great verse, guys. Great verse to to resonate on. Just knowing that you have the courage to do what it is that you want to do. How you want to do it. And when you want it done, it's all within you. We do talk about thoughts are simply things. There's just a delay between when you think it and when it happens. So when we look at and we want to pass judgment on folks, or we're quick to make negative comments, Put the context on top of you. Imagine it is your daughter or your niece, your nephew, and how would you act and behave? Again, now the amazing part is that I, I have this, this flip side perspective, right, because I'm that guy. See, I'm the little baby that maybe was born and nobody wanted. Well, I should say nobody wanted because my adoptive parents, which I'm very blessed, excited, Thankful that they got me, right? That they picked me, right, for lack of a better word. Before you pass judgment on folks, put that context on you. What would you do if it were your uh, daughter, your son, your niece, your nephew? Or in fact, just within your, your family unit. Unconditional love versus conditional love. I love you only if. Unconditional love, right? Unconditional love 
his I love you. With all your bumps, all your warts, all your transgressions, I love you. When you say those words to your family members, is it unconditional or is it conditional? I'll share with you right now. I mean, there's a reason why there's two different words. <laughs> and they're tough. It is tough. I'm not sitting there talking to you today saying, oh, yeah, it's easy. Well, I'm going to just love everybody. I'm going to just love my family. No, it's tough. Resonate on it, though. What is unconditional love to you? And it's love without conditions. I love you. Forgiving and forgetting. You know, we can't forget how and why maybe my niece was was uh, to have her, her first baby and be pregnant. Can we forgive her of what she's shared? I mean, I mean, forgetting and forgive, another tough, tough distinction. Many of us say we forgive, and then you, then you harbor, you keep ill feelings. It's a dark feeling. It, it weighs on you. And the secret here is to forgive so that it is out of you. This negative, this dark energy is out of you, and you, in fact, are the light. Again, as I look at my niece and uh, her boyfriend and the, the young baby, I'm reminded that I am the light. In what some could say, well, it's a negative or a, a bad situation. No, no, no. It's all good. And we have to come and bring the light and, and raise it high. Share it. Spread it. Be positive. Be optimistic. Knowing that if you have a clear mission, you can future cast this vision of if you do this, this should happen. And you are the architect of your life. Don't harbor the dark energy. Get it out of you. Be the light. Be that in which people come to you. Be that to which your family unit can say, I can lean on you. I know that you will be there. I know you won't leave me. I know that you are stable. You're consistent. Are you that person in your family? I encourage you that if you're not, that, that you become that person. That if, in fact, you find yourself wavering, go into deep meditation, pray on it. Because countless members of the human race are depending on it, right? On you being positive, you being forthright in your actions. Unconditional, conditional, love that is, forgiveness and forgetting, four words with massive and major impacts. I'm happy and I am blessed that I'm able to hear to speak with you today because of what my mother went through, my biological mother went through. I'm also happy and blessed to be here because of what my adoptive parents went through in getting me. 
I'm happy and blessed that my niece had a beautiful baby. And I can watch what she's going through. And instead of ascribing to or jumping on dark energy, we can be the light and a beacon of hope. And I encourage you to do the same in your life, in your family, and in every step you take. Context. Interesting, isn't it? Very interesting when you see it. Tell you what, it's even more impactful when it's your life, when you're living it, and it's right smack in front of you. But I encourage you to lift your head up. I encourage you to understand and know that you're the architect of your life. Be positive, even if things are negative, it's okay. It begins with a thought. If your mind is right, that you can conquer. You need to, as it were, mind your mind. And of course, I'll leave you with, are you reading the right books? I mean, just take a quick, just this moment in time. Here's the question to you. What book are you reading? Now, if you didn't readily spit out a book, that means you're not reading the book because you wouldn't know what the title is. I challenge you, read a book a month. Just a book a month. That's only 12 books. Now, why don't we do that? Why would you not read? Well, it's because we're getting lax in our mind. And what I'm stressing to you that I've realized at uh, times like this, uh, going back to my niece, unconditional love, is, man, I, I need to be reading. I need to be surrounding myself with, with, with folks that have lived before me, right? Because many have. I need to understand their wisdom and some of their guidance. So when I ask you the question, hey, what are you reading? That's important. Hey, let me ask you another question. What are you listening to? Is your car tuned on the radio? Is it tuned on, on to some uh, shock jock? Is it turned on to sports? Or do you have an audio CD? Or is your MP3 plugged in? Or do you have your iPhone iTouch where you have an audio book, where you're listening to some positive affirmations, where you're minding your mind. I mean, again, if you could name the audio tape or the, the book on tape, or you, you're probably not doing it. Well, these are the little things. What are you reading and what are you listening to? Well, who are you hanging out with? That's the other question. Think about the people that you just hung out with the last five days. Are they energy givers, energy suckers, or are they just maintainers? Think about it right now. Go, go, name your five that you were just with. Why don't you ask yourself the question, why were you with them? Why were you with them? If you want to catch a cold, hang around folks who have a cold. You most assuredly will get a cold. So who you hang out with actually does matter. What you listen to does matter, and heaven, heaven, heavens to Pete, what you read does matter. 
wow, you don't understand. I'm trying to make money. Hey, take the last five people that you're hanging out. Take the five people you hang out with the most. Take their incomes. Divide it through. To get an average, it's probably about what you're making. It all begins with thinking, team. It begins with thinking. If we can get our thinking right, if we can mind our mind, if we can get on that right track from Jump Street, that is, in a quiet place, get a clear vision, you will achieve that which you seek. Not maybe. You know, back in the late 1800s, early 1800s, you know, you had the phrase, there's that thinking stuff of which all things are made of. Just look around where you are today. Everything that you see around you at some point in time was in somebody's mind, and then they made it happen in their mind, in their mind's eye. So I encourage you. Be careful what you think about. I encourage you. Read positive, uplifting, knowledgeable things that you can take action on. I encourage you to listen to things that, that feed your soul, that feed your body, that make you feel better. I encourage you, hang out with people that do the same. Hang out with people that, that want something more than they currently have. They're happy with what they have while discontent at the same time as they struggle to gain more. They're happy with what they have. Be around goal-oriented folks. Listen to the right stuff, team. And oh, by the way, put the right stuff on your body when you're eating. Hey, I encourage you today, go show some unconditional love, embrace your loved ones, and be thankful and give true blessings to all that that you have today in your life. Because if it weren't for one or two people in your life called Mama and Papa, you wouldn't have it. This is Man and make it truly a great life. It's ultimately up to you. You got it. It's ultimately up to you know who. You. So make it a great one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.